ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Santa? Yes, it's me, Jessica. I know your name because I'm Santa Claus. Hi. Hi. Have you been a good girl this year? Well, I've tried really hard. Well, I'm sure you have. So maybe you can help Santa out. Do you think you could give me a place to hide? Uh, I'm Yes, any, anything. Oh, good. Because Tim Allen's trying to kill me. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I laugh when I'm nervous. That's him. He's at the door. You're never taking me alive, tool man. All the cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. We're snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take the road before us and sing a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for us. They're out together with you. Merry Christmas, one and all. <laughs> Welcome to the second pod of Christmas. Yes, it's the second pod of Christmas. Of four. Second of four. <laughs> it's like a comic book or something, and it's like issue two of four. So... Here we are. This week we're talking about sleigh ride. And Jessica, isn't it lovely weather to do a podcast together with you? It so is. <laughs> it actually was really nice today. It was yeah, nice it was and cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. It rained, it which did. is sort of like snow. <laughs> the rain has fallen in Los Angeles. That's in a way it's magical. It's about as close as you'll get to snow. I mean, except for when it rains that like ash stuff from the fires. <laughs> oh no. Sorry. Oh no. Oops, I just brought it down. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so we're talking about sleigh ride and I'm already futzing with the case. The, yep. the 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 C D case. I'm already Onto my fidgeting. Oh my gosh, I had not actually looked at the physical disc from Let It Snow Baby, Let It Reindeer. Uh-huh. I thought that that was like a burned blank CD. Oh yeah, kind of. It has that quality <laughs> it to it. It has that light blue. It's yeah. Because it's, like, it's a light, like, uh, chemical blue Yeah. Almost, which I guess is made to sort of look like a Christmas ornament, or it's just very bright. But Maybe. It, yeah, and it's, but if you look really close, there's... Um, like snowflakes in there oh, and like okay. there's kind of like specks almost like water damage but i think it's meant to be like snowflakes oh yeah. i see it now i just wasn't looking at it in the right light yeah you got to look at it from a certain light but i know what you're talking about they're those cdrs that were made to look all pretty yeah, and stuff yeah when that's how people you know we'll do vinyl countdown someday <laughs> But like when, you know, when kids used to burn their blank CDs onto stacks of MP3s. And so they used to have like all kinds of specially designed You never CDRs. say it the right Do way I and I love it. Burn their MP3s onto stacks of blank CDs. Now you what it. did I say the first time? Burn their... Burn CDs their onto MP3s. MP3s yeah. uh, whatever. Whatever. I actually thought it was intentional the first few times you did it. And then I'm like, I don't think it's intentional anymore. No, you know what? It was never intentional. And I'm really embarrassed that she didn't correct me because I had no idea. <laughs> so sleigh ride. Sleigh ride. Yes. Oh, but first, any top of the show business? Yes, there's one piece of top of the show business. So last week we did Curl Up and Die. And as we mentioned then in that episode, we picked <laughs> when when we were trying to pick a bird in the B side song, we sent it out to the listeners to say pick us a song, yeah. right? And the song we ended up picking was Curl Up and Die, 
and we didn't pick it because anyone voted for it. I just kind of like picked it. Right. But the one person who did vote for Curl Up and Die was not the same person that tweeted this next thing. Never mind that. I got confused. (laughs) Okay. Someone sent us a curl up and die. The point is someone sent us a curl up and die cover, but they sent it, you know, too late. We had recorded, we pretty much recorded that episode right when I tweeted that because that's how quickly we decided to do the episode. I'm totally mixed up. Okay. Me, myself, and I voted for the song, but Dionysus picked the, has the cover. And apparently, and I've seen Dionysus on Twitter before, but I guess their real name is Daniel Moraine. Yeah, he changes his uh, Twitter username a lot. I mean, not oh, username, but uh, display, display name. name. Yeah. As I said before, <laughs> as we're learning, as we're getting a, like a group of you know new online friends, if if your name and your and your uh, avatar or something cute. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, think of you in my brain as a real person. (laughs) Like, I know you're a real person. But, like, I need to, like, visual... Like, I have other online friends who I've never met in real life. But because they have a real photograph of themselves, now they could change their name to something cutesy. And I'd be like, oh, that's whoever that, you know, I know. That's Rich. Rich Nelson, right? Right. That's somebody we've... I've never met in real life. I'm pretty sure Dionysus has had the same picture the whole time. Whatever. The guy's Andrew from 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 Magnified Pod. Like I, we haven't met him before. You know, my point is like. Listen, I might not be active on the socials, but I see you. <laughs> I see. You I have you. a hard time. <laughs> I need to have a visual picture in my mind of a real person, and then that visual connects through, no matter how they change their. It's account. cool. I totally understand because there are some <sighs> people who who have a. If listen, if you have a picture of a celebrity as your icon, I'm right. just gonna assume you look like that celebrity. If right. you have a picture of a taco, I'm gonna assume you're a taco. Like, <laughs> well, I don't take it that far, but I absolutely understand the celebrity one. So anyway, yes. So Daniel Moran or Moraine sent us this cover of Curl Up and Die. So since they sent it directly to us, we wanted to quickly give a little last week's shout out. This isn't very Christmas. And actually, in a way, it's very Christmas because we're giving part of our podcast. It's like a gift. You know, it might have been cool today, but I feel like it must just be really hot in the apartment because what is going on with you? I'm sweating so much. It's really hot in this apartment. (laughs) You're delirious. We can't can't really control our heat. It's pretty much controlled by our neighbors. (laughs) Not literally, but like there's just their heat comes through the walls or something. So okay, let's play this curl up and die cover. Thank you very much. That was Dana. really nice. I yeah, like that's it. really nice. Maybe it's good that we're a week out from Curl Up and Die because, as you may recall, 
one of my criticisms of her, and I'm not criticizing Daniel for this, but one of my criticisms when I went on YouTube uh-huh. was that there were dozens and dozens of covers that were all just acoustic guitar. So after a while, they got very samey. So now I've stepped away from all of those covers, and I come back and I find one cover, and Daniel did a great job. I like it. I like yeah. the campfire jams. It's, it's nice. Great. Yes. Keep sending those covers in. And full disclosure, <laughs> so the next three weeks are going to work a little uh, differently than they usually do. We normally peek behind the curtain. We normally record on Sundays. Right. And Before the Wednesday release. Before the Wednesday release. And I am working um, on a project that's going to take up all your weekends. All my weekends. So, uh, unfortunately... i dinner for myself. <laughs> so, we're going to be recording a week in advance. Right. Essentially. Like, we're actually recording the day that the Carl and Dye episode yeah. came out. <laughs> and then a week from now, this episode will come out. So, we'll be time traveling. Yeah. So, we, yeah. Will, we will try to do our best to get the song titles out. Like, whichever song we're going to cover so ahead of time. So, that, yeah, so that you can time. send your covers ahead. Hey, do, will you know, do you be bad? Do you know what we're doing next week? <laughs> do you know? Do What do you think we're doing next week? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't What's know. What's the song? What do, what do we need to revisit? Because we have... There's some albums, like like we realized Burn the B-Sides has a lot of songs that we need to get back to, and right. we hadn't done one in so long. Is it mm-hmm? Is that the next one we need to do? Well, I guess the last time we did mm-hmm was This Is The Trend. This week, The Trend, this yeah. This week, The Trend. <laughs> so, do we need to get back to five score? No, well, we did uh, This Is My Own Suicide. <laughs> that time I did it on purpose. <laughs> I just want to get all the song titles wrong. Um, <laughs> we are Reliant K fans. We are Reliant K fans. <laughs> so yeah, well, let's by the end of this episode, let's try to think of like what we want to announce on this episode, what we're doing next week. Um, that's a little peek behind the curtain at how we pick our songs. We just kind of like mumble to each other for a while and get confused about what's what songs have we done so far. Man, we're only like twenty two episodes in, and we're already forgetting stuff. Like the further and further in you get, I guess you're really. I know we need to do a spreadsheet with like album and song. Yeah, I was actually so thinking about exactly making we've done. making a spreadsheet like that and actually dropping in the uh, image of the cover because then it'll give us a nice visualization of like what albums we haven't been to, what albums we've been to too many times, what albums we haven't been been to enough. You know what I mean? Yes. That'll look... I love it, yeah. That'll look sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. Uh, Sleigh Ride. (laughs) As a kid, one of my favorite Christmas tapes was the Disney Very Merry Christmas sing-along video. And I specifically remember loving their rendition of Sleigh Ride. Oh. I love it when, like, Goofy pops in in the song. (laughs) It's good stuff. (laughs) It's such a great tape, too, even though all the footage is just Disney recycling their own material. Like, Sleigh Ride is just made up of Mickey's Christmas Carol footage. And, like, there's stuff from Fantasia for, like, Silent Night and stuff. Did you ever watch that video? No, I never had oh. a, I never had those type of videos. Oh. Those, like, recycled footage Disney videos, like yeah. sing-along tapes. The sing-along I got, tapes, never yeah. never had a Disney sing-along tape oh, in my man, life. We those had are, so many those Disney are, sing-along tapes. Well, they might have been around when I was a kid, but they were later. Like, by the time those came around, I was too old to be, like... I'd watch mm. Disney movies. Right. But I, but I even discerned, I'm like, that tape... <laughs> is recycled footage like i was old enough like by the time i was nine i like knew when something was recycled footage like i knew about the crappy crappy 70s looney tunes do you remember the 70s looney tunes like 101 arabian bunnies or whatever it was called i'm not making this up they were these like 70s 
uh, late era, maybe even the 80s, Looney Tunes. And uh-huh. some of them were actually theatrically, re- theatrically released. And they were that lower quality, like really lower quality, later 70s Looney Tunes. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. And they would do that stuff that was never f- not funny. The voices were slightly off. The character <laughs> models were a little bit more stiff. And then they used it as wraparounds. And like they'd suddenly magically like sort of like edit themselves into the you know into the original cartoons and it was suddenly oh, so weird. much better but then they would cut off at a certain point because they were actually using old cartoons like wraparounds like they were really happening right then oh weird you know, yeah. i'd have to yeah well i'll share some of this on the social media later but um sleigh ride I really love this rendition of the song. They throw in like an uncharacteristically loungy vibe in there. Yeah, and I like that. That's one of my notes is that there's a blend of styles throughout yeah. this song, right? It's not quite as like complicated seemingly as what they did with 12 Days of Christmas. Right. Right, because 12 Days of Christmas, they do blend a couple of different genres in there. They do, you know, weird it's little Christmas Savannah. things. Yeah. This is? No. Uh, 12, 12 Days, Days of, of Christmas. Christmas. Even though it's a, like a pop punk song. And yeah. And Savannah is not a pop punk song. Yeah, I did say it. I said 12 Days of Christmas is almost more complicated a composition than Savannah. This is a pretty simple, seemingly composition, but it has a lot going on. Like it starts out with that slow kind of part. It's kind of... Actually, the first like... 15 seconds of this song it's kind of boring like i think probably the first times i heard it i'm like oh is this a slow wistful christmas song i think even the first time i tried to watch the music video with the animated bunnies Mm -hmm. which i have something to talk about with that um you know it kind of starts out all slow where the rabbit teeson is slowly walking up to the mirror and and I'm like, oh, is this how the whole pace is going to be? Obviously, by the middle of the song, yeah, they like break out into pop out. punk. Yeah. yeah, it's something. It's more like pop rock, really. Yeah, the, the I guess you're right. Part. But yeah, like this song picks up. It has a, like a down, you know, it has an upbeat section. It has a lower, slower part. Like yeah. it, it goes back and forth. But the composition itself kind of feels like a modern take on the classical sort of loungy Christmas stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, like sure, they mix a little modern rock in there although when you say modern rock it makes it sound like <laughs> 80s rock you know like oh, actually... i was thinking like imagine dragons i don't know <laughs> i guess yeah but you know what i mean like they they mix a rock style that's concurrent yeah. to their current time right. when they made the song along with these other like concepts that are kind of classical christmas albumy. yeah yeah I don't know why, but part of this sounds a little like the Loungeleers to me. Not the singing, but some of the music. I don't know. If you're not familiar uh, with I'm the Loungeleers, they're kind of like Richard Cheese. Oh. It's like two dudes and a Casio oh, okay. keyboard. <laughs> yeah, but Richard Cheese has like a full band. So the Loungeleers are like cheaper sounding on purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, okay. intentional. But they're a lot of fun. I used to like them a lot in college. And they have um, two albums that are like parodies of the Wow Worship logo, like album oh. covers. Oh, are they Christian? Or are they just no. like kind of, oh, just kind of mocking Christian? At stuff? least I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I actually, I hadn't seen these albums before. It kind of looks more, but the design, the layout looks a little bit more like the Now covers. 
Yeah, which I guess, makes yeah. me wonder. Oh, were they just parodying the, the now covers, covers and, and they didn't, they didn't there know was a wow? there was already a wow? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Huh. Because I was listening to them again uh, earlier today. Uh-huh. At, well, after I was listening to Slay Rat, I was like, man, I haven't listened to the Loungeleers in a while. And I went I back. haven't listened to Richard Cheese in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't have a ton to say about this song, except I really like it. And like I said, like my, my relationship to it is to have not accepted it the first time it came around, right? Mm-hmm. Because we talked about it last week, two weeks ago, with 12 Days of Christmas, but I don't really like Christmas music. And the Christmas music that I definitely don't like is anything slow and, and like, methodical and, like, wistful and, right. like, 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 there's a certain dark side to nostalgia, even mm-hmm. if it's meant to be yeah. romantic. I, yeah, I hear There's you. a certain depressing side to nostalgia. And Christmas music is kind of loaded with a sad nostalgia we you know what now i kind of understand when we did a in love with the 80s and we looked at the song meanings notes that people had left Mm -hmm. there was that small conversation happening on the song meanings page for pink tux to the prom where someone was like yeah i totally agree 80s movies make me really sad and we were like what yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and i think i said it at the time but yeah i got it because like 90s stuff to me Sometimes it makes me sad because it just reminds me of being yeah. pubescent. So in a way, Christmas music just kind of reminds... <laughs> like I said it at the time. I said it a lot, a lot two weeks ago. I'm like, Christmas music just makes me feel cold. It's supposed to make me feel warm and fuzzy by the fire. But it just <laughs> makes me think like over on that side of the room, there's no fire. So... Well, let's move on and try and warm up your heart, I Danny. Point to my, my point was this song starts out kind of slow, makes me feel that negative Christmas reaction. But then it picks up and I like it a lot more. Well, this song is 178 beats per minute. <laughs> and this beat is perfect for a tw- seven minute, 12 second mile pace. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> do they put those little notes on this Website where you find this Yes, stuff? they do. What website is this? Because you never... It's, they're always different. Oh. I don't know why, but like when I do my deep dives, inevitably a website comes up and they're usually different to tell me what the beats per minute are for the song. And this one in particular told me <laughs> what kind of pace it's perfect for. I just want to say I'm in love with you right now. You're so cool with your <laughs> headphones. And you're relying K beanie hat and your glasses and you're sitting behind a podcast microphone and a computer <laughs> and you're reading off your notes. You're so pretentiously hip. It's hilarious. And I love it. You don't even mean to be. You're totally just cool about it. And you're just, but you're just like, hey, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. I'm just so everyone knows I'm, I'm also- sober right now. I'm just kind of got like sleepy energy. I'm also wearing a Super Nintendo shirt. Does that oh, add yeah, to the pretentious nature? Of- it totally does. <laughs> Um, oh, I also found a website where someone asked for the karaoke version and someone else responded with a download link. But yeah, I am not clicking that download link. <laughs> I want to hear the karaoke. Ver- Send me that link. I got an old computer. Okay. I bought a new computer. I'll download it on my old computer. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I wonder, like, because... I don't know if somebody made it for this person. It was asked on like one of those generic like forum ask kind of websites. Mm -hmm. So it could have been like a like a a phishing scam response. Yeah. But it it hypothetically it, it makes me wonder because two weeks ago 
we found a random karaoke version of 12 Days of Christmas, which appeared to be the actual studio cut with the lyrics removed. And I was like, it sounds too perfectly clean. It doesn't sound like someone tried to process the commercial song, tried to process the lyrics out. Maybe Mark Lee Townsend is just like sending off stuff. He's just like browsing the internet. He's like, oh, somebody wants this for sure. Here you go. Maybe Mark Lee Townsend's got a Pirate Bay account and he's like slowly leaking those things out because he's just cool. He's a white hat. He's just out there like, got to get this stuff to the people. Got to go around Goatee Records back. So would you like to go into the deep dive or talk about the music video? Um, Let's do the deep dive first. All right. So as we've discovered in the past, college kids love dissecting Reliant K for their school newspapers. Someone please save us from these college kids. (laughs) The Tufts Daily, the independent student newspaper of Tufts University, Matthew... Tyson. Diglamero? Demiglio? Demiglio sounds good. But there's a G and an I and an R in there. There's a lot in there. Anyways, so January 7th, 2008, wrote, Along with the cold New England weather, endless shopping, and glistening decorations, this season also brings with it a plethora of new Christmas CDs. All of these albums cover the classic favorites, and some even attempt to create the newest Christmas hit. The problem with this genre is that its market is so limited between the fan base and the restricted sale period, yet artists still take the plunge on compilation Christmas CDs. Reliant K's recent attempt, Let It Snow Baby, Let It Reindeer, is the band's effort to enter the hard-rocking Christmas arena, one that already (laughs) includes untraditional punk and rock compilation albums like Taste Taste of Christmas, Happy Christmas Volume 4, and A Santa Cause 2. Reliant K has the reputation of being a Christian rock band with varying levels of religious music, so it makes perfect sense that the band is releasing a Christmas-themed album. In the past, Reliant K contributed to other albums, but yeah, but is this is the <laughs> <laughs> but this is the only time all of the band's original songs are covers and have been placed in one unit. It consists of seventeen tracks, of which seven are original. Hmm. Can I pause? Yeah. Can I pause you here? They're like, it seems like they're totally skipping the fact that Deck the Halls and Bruce yep. Hands existed. Okay. They're yes. acting like they did 17 original. They're like, they, they're even like, oh, you know, Reliant K contributed to some Christmas comps in the past, but this is their very first Christmas CD. But it's not. This is half, this is basically a compilation. This is the Christmas bird in the B-sides, where it's half a new album and half a previous album. Diehard fans of the outfit won't find anything particularly new here. The CD uses 10 recycled tracks from the oh. band's 2003 Christmas album, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand. Well, you, I feel like you lead with that, especially yeah. with all the stuff they it said sound, leading up to it, it. Yeah, it did sound like they were trying to say that this is their only Christmas album. Uh, lead singer Matt Thiessen has an interesting range, as he can be heard screaming, singing loudly and passionately, or quiet and calmly. And the range of styles is not for everyone. What? What? Just, just singing different ways? Like, you can only sing one way if you're a singer in a band? 
The covers, however, are enjoyable. The boys add harmonies taken from the likes of the Beach Boys to put their own spin on the 12 Days of Christmas. But the simple bass line added to Sleigh Ride just sounds like an ambitious attempt that does not succeed. Huh. Their spin on Old Lang Syne, purely a acapella and beautifully harmonized, will be the perfect thing to play on New Year's Eve. Of course, there is a catch. Yeah. Halfway through the track, the music stops for a spoken interruption from the bandmates thanking listeners for buying the album (laughs) and wishing fans a happy holiday. Yeah, I was about to say, like, what they were saying didn't make a lot of sense to me because I'm like, that Old Lang Syne is kind of like a joke track. Their cover of Good King Wenceslas is out of tune and irritating. At least the boys didn't take this track seriously. They start laughing halfway into the song. I think that's, again, the joke. I think that's the joke. I think there's... It's a real Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus is coming to town moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the original songs similarly are nothing spectacular. In fact, listening to them is occasionally painful. The group attempts to be funny with I'm getting nothing for Christmas. That is not an original song. That's cover. Are they implying that that's an original? The original songs, similarly, are nothing spectacular. Oh my gosh, this person. It's like impossible to write about Reliant K. It's like impossible to (laughs) write about... College kids cannot write about Reliant K. College kids hate Reliant K. It's because they've all heard college kids. I don't think we've ever found a Reliant K review that is written properly. They must be out there. (laughs) But they're always filled with weird facts. And it's like, like everyone thinks they've never experimented with genres and styles and they have from like pretty much the beginning and like what how do you like how do you say this singer sings a bunch of ranges but that's not for everyone yeah that is the most illogical literally is is something for everyone there that is how every single artist works yeah like unless you're tom waits you don't (laughs) sing every song or tiny tim I'm, who I'm sure both have some sort of song that's sung slightly differently. Like, that's how every artist works. So, uh, the group attempts to be funny with I'm Getting Nothing for Christmas, and Santa Claus is thumbing to town and tries to show an emo side with I Hate Christmas Parties, which sounds like a chapter out of Chris Carabba's life. Even more depressing is Boxing Day, an ode to the day after Christmas and the melancholy that ensues while reflecting on the past year. The final verdict is that for alternative-loving Christians or punk-rocking secular Christmas lovers (laughs) or Christian-loving Christmas rockers, this album might... Please give us five more examples. (laughs) This album might keyword might be a nice addition to a long list of holiday song cover albums for those who like the occasional bing crosby or frank sinatra this will not be a glass of proverbial eggnog you'll want to drink no matter how festively drunk you are that just felt like they needed a word count like i don't know like they just need to fill space you know what i mean yeah it is impossible to write about music is the thing that I'm learning. Like, hopefully you can is talk, it though? Hopefully you can talk about it because that's what we're trying to do. Although I barely talked about this song. Well, let's let's move on to another. I'm sorry that I broke your brain a little bit with that one. Well, it did remind me we will move on. But like, since I barely talked about the song and in my mind, I'm like, 
I don't have a ton to say about the song other right. than I like it and it's nice and they kind of, you know, the the things they generally said, but I don't have, you know, it's a song that exists and they did like a fun take on it. But one thing I do want to compliment the song on is that this is like a real reworking of the composition. Yeah, you know it really I mean? is. Like from the soft piano, like he kind of, they kind of made up a new sort of melody that carries it yeah the beginning and then when you get to the rocking part right and you get to like the part with i think it's like a tremolo like with the pedal or that kind of like part like there's or trebolo i don't know (laughs) that thing that is all over monster by rem um (laughs) that person can't write about music and i can't talk about it so it's all it all evens out but um but when you get to those later parts of the song, it is more like what you know of this song from all the other versions. But it's that first minute of the song where they really did a lot of... They did a very subtle creative thing in a way that you almost don't notice that it's there. And there's one cover particularly. I will also say that there are covers of this specific rendition of the song, which I didn't think I'd find. Because mm-hmm. when it came to covers of 12 Days of Christmas, I'm like, well, there's a whole new chorus in that song. So, of course, there can be particular covers. But this song, I naively thought, is just a, a traditional song that Reliant K did a version of. I wouldn't think there would be particular Reliant K covers, but I was wrong. There are people, and that's how I kind of started to realize, like, the new bass line and the new piano melody and all the things that Reliant K subtly added to the song without inventing new choruses. Because... They do that. They did that with 12 Days of Christmas. They do that with uh, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Like, they invent all these new lyrics and stuff. They didn't do that with this song, but they still were just as inventive with this song as they are with other songs on the CD. Yeah, I found a lot of tabs for this. For piano, for guitar, for, like, lots of different tabs out there for this. This particular rendition of this song. Right. So now I feel like, because however, like, half an hour in, I feel like I've said what I actually think about the song. It took me time to kind of rev up and hear that all for review to be like, no, I need to say something positive about this song. Well, don't worry, because Christy Miller over at Salt and Light Youth Ministry Incorporated also had something nice to say. Salt and Light. Salt and Light. Uh, Is it Salton, like the Salton Sea and Salt and Light, or is it Salt and Light? It's Salt apostrophe N Light. Oh. Uh, sleigh ride reliant k whether they are singing about sunny with a high of 75 or about gliding through the snow on a wintry night reliant k sure can make a day feel a good one so move a good one so move that volume knob a few clicks to the right close your eyes and prepare your face for a christmas smile what about people in europe where the volume goes the other way i don't know if that's true I don't think that's accurate. I don't think it is either. I'm just trying to be as obnoxious as this review is. Submitted by the very tall and very awesome Dana Miller. Maybe it's a Christian radio station. I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) I did not dive deep into what Salt and Light was. Uh, Then over on the Jesuit post, this person just said, It's a great modern spin on a classic. Just listening to it makes you want to break out into Christmas air guitar mode. (laughs) That's that normally would sound really cheesy, but considering the last few things I heard, <laughs> that's like pure gold. Well, maybe you'd prefer this Tumblr post. I always prefer Tumblr posts. <laughs> Posted by 
I've, and I've never gone to Tumblr for anything. This just so happened to be one of the things that popped up. And I usually don't. If I see it's a Tumblr thing, I don't click into it because, like, the way this... Okay, boomer. <laughs> Listen, the way the search results are... It's the same for Pinterest. The way the search oh. kind of were... Or, or, like, things show up in Google search results. Uh-huh. And then when you click into Pinterest or onto Tumblr, it it's just... It this giant page and somewhere yeah. buried in there is your result. Yeah. So... I know that when you said Pinterest, immediately yeah. I knew you're talking about because sometimes I'm looking for a certain image for a meme or something and it's like and if i see and i'm like i want the full res version i'll click it and find it and i'm like oh this is on pinterest don't even bother yeah i'll never find the picture in there yeah but this one was actually uh easy to find it was a very small page of results okay um so user memmer 19 m-e-m-m-e-r had to say um i absolutely love reliant k They are one of the most versatile bands I have ever heard. They harmonize in a completely acapella, throw down humor, talk about the hard things in life, talk about Jesus, and still remain a rock band through it all. I have no idea how they always pull it off. That's positive. That's nice. And it's not like like I have to find... I, I want to find a good negative review of Reliant K. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to find someone who doesn't like them for a reason that makes sense. Because usually it's like whenever someone doesn't yeah. like them, it's because they didn't really listen to the CD. Right. Or Sorry, and I'm futzing with it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's the clicking sound. I'm confiscating <laughs> She's these. confiscating my CDs, but um. I need to read the liner notes. <laughs> you read them last time. Yeah. Um. No, it always feels like when I discover a lot of these, especially the college ones, where it's like, like you said, they almost have to fill a word count or like they're trying to be edgy or come up with like a different sort of idea that somebody else didn't come up with, like Mm -hmm. a different angle. Or maybe they just, it's an emotional thing. And like they used to date somebody who was really into the band and they're like, well, now I hate it. And I think they're (laughs) terrible because... That should be like a author's note at the bottom of an article, like (laughs) editor's disclosure. This reviewer was broken up with by Reliant K fan in in 2005. Um, One thing I found, I found the weirdest, like the absolute weirdest Reliant K picture I've ever seen. (laughs) Rockdirt.com came up with, with this picture. The composition is very bizarre. Right. <laughs> like. Right. It, so it's, it's uh, hypothetically, this looks like it might be cut out of the same sessions for the, now I, I would show you, but you took my CDs away because <sighs> I fail with them. But hypothetically, it looks like it could be from the same. Yeah, she gave them back to me. So hold on. Let me open the booklet. So the picture, the pictures of the band. So it goes Warren, Schneck, Thiessen, uh Dave Douglas, it and totally, then Hoops. It totally is. So hold on. Yeah. It's, look, they're all wearing the exact same things in the yeah. CD. But this image must be another promotional image from the same. But they're on a different background. So they're on, they're in the same outfits that they wear in the. In the CD booklet. Yeah. But they're standing in front of. A backdrop. Of like a of like a sky with a snowy tree in it, 
But, but they don't all fit. But they don't all fit into the backdrop. <laughs> so you kind of see, I think that's part of the, that's either part of the ceiling or it's like a, it's some sort of like, I don't know what this would be technically speaking, but it's like a ruler or something that yeah. sits at the top or it's like the clip that holds the whole thing there. And then you see the roll at the bottom yeah, where their like feet the are. Yeah, like the school picture day thing where they have the different backdrops you yeah. can choose from and they roll them up and down based on which one you want. And Hoops, who's at one end... <laughs> And Warren, who's at the other end, both have parts of their body that are standing off of the backdrop. Yeah. So, so when I look at yeah, so I get I totally get. And it almost looks like a prom photo for uh, <laughs> Tyson and Dave Douglas the yes. way they're standing, like face to face. It's it, it's very awkward. And this reminds me of something I want to talk about with with this album and Dave and how Ethan replaces them like right around this time. So remind me of that. But yeah, basically, so I totally get why what you're saying why this is such a weird photo. So that's, so yeah, I like it must be cut out from the sessions. I feel like, have I seen, I'm confused. I'm like, have I seen this weird picture before? Because or am I just thinking of the photos from the Let It Snow, Let It Rain Deer booklet? Because I see them wearing the same stuff. But the backdrop, the backdrop is so. The backdrop is completely different. Yeah. And note that in the booklet i don't think any of them are all where they don't have one where they're like all together smushed together so maybe that's why because in the booklet each page has a different band member standing in front of a backdrop which is similar to this but not the same it's like a blue it's like a blue backdrop with snow and stuff actually when you look at the one with schneck where he's reading a children's book like a like a children's uh, storybook about christmas the backdrop appears to be like a like a like a carpet not a carpet <laughs> like a it's, a it's, drape yeah, it's like it's, a large large drape that goes from the, from the wall down to the floor and yet for some reason this backdrop they're standing in front of is just a roll and it, that's just on the wall and stops and it at the ends bottom ends like a yeah. foot ab- above the ground yeah Maybe not quite a foot. Maybe like half, half a foot, foot like yeah. four inches or so. Yeah, it is a very weird photo. And it's I when I first look at it, I was like, so here, here was my thought process. You show me that photo and you're like, this photo is so weird. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. They're pretending to do the awkward family photo thing. Then I thought about it for a minute and I'm like, okay, maybe awkward family photo was around in 2008, you know? But maybe. maybe. I think they might have had the books out then. Before memes were a thing, but it was like a proto-meme. You know what I mean? I love awkward family photos. I follow them <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> they have some good stuff. Now they kind of post like like just like iPhone pictures that have weird things in yeah. them. They don't like stick to the brand, but right. I love it when they do post the throwback photos. Yeah, but I agree that photo is very weird because I don't think it was meant to be necessarily an awkward family photo. So that just reminds me that I have something on to bring up. This is, I guess, Dave. I guess Let It Snow, Let it, uh, Baby, Let It Reindeer is Dave's last CD with the band. Oh yeah, right. And so yeah. there's this short time. Wait, no, I'm wrong about that. I was about to say. I was about to say like here's this is the I was totally wrong, but I was gonna say this is the only CD with Dave and John and John. But no, Five Score. Yeah, is Dave and John and John. So, but this is Dave's last album. And then I think, and I would have to look up the time frame in the future, but I'm pretty sure uh, Dave is gone like right after this CD comes out. Because when you look, so you look at the, um, so you look at the pictures and the credits and Dave did all of these tracks, the previous tracks that were recorded with Brian and 
the new ones on here. But then when you look, Jess, this is very big. I found something. I found a pattern. Oh. When you look, and I are, have are to actually... Are these more Reliant K conspiracy theories? This is Maybe. Maybe. Because I don't know the history of how Ethan ended up joining the band. But when you look at the thank you notes for Let It Snow, ba- Let It Baby, Let It... <laughs> for Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Reindeer, who do they thank? Oh. Oh, they thank Ethan Luck. Well, he's a big, like, studio musician yeah, kind of guy. He probably came in and did some stuff. The way that Ethan joined the band for me as a fan... I had no idea about it. I wasn't following Reliant K that closely online. And Jessica and I, in I guess 2007 or 8, right? Um, it, could, it could have been late 2007 or it could have been 2008. I'll look up. I'll try to figure out that show. It was at the House of Blues in Orlando. Oh, it had to be 2007 because we moved out. Of, we moved away. I think from, you talked about this last week. Maybe not. No, we didn't talk about it on mic. Oh, really? No, yeah, we talked about it in our real lives. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so... The, and then, because podcasting is not our real life. <laughs> Because po- our podcast continues in the car every day. <laughs> so the first time I saw that Ethan was in the band, you and me and a friend of yours went to see Reliant K in, in 2007. It was that tour where they had a fake fire on the stage and they played Surf Wax America by Weezer well before it was on K for karaoke. And when the when Ethan Luck's on stage, I'm like, oh, that's Ethan Luck from the Supertones. That's how I knew him, right? And I'm like, and I was like, oh, and he's on the Reese Roper solo album. Well, that wasn't a solo album, but the, the album Rope, the, right. the band, the album Roper. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. The, Ethan Luck must be filling in because Dave is probably not on this tour. <laughs> like, I didn't know Dave had left the band. Right. So I just assumed Ethan Luck, the guy who goes and helps out on everyone's albums in the Christian rock world, he must just be helping out. No, he's officially a brand new member of the band, <laughs> and I had no idea. So then I found out that there are three bonus tracks to this CD. There, we Part of the reason we're doing Four Pods of Christmas is because we need to do these Christmas songs more frequently if we're going to get through the whole album before we finish all the other songs in the discography. Yeah, there might need to be a Christmas or two in July. <laughs> yeah, because I found three more songs that were apparently iTunes exclusive that they recorded with Ethan. So they recorded this. They recorded the new songs on this album with Dave, and then they went back and did three more Christmas songs with Ethan. So Dave must have left right after this album. And in most of the live CD, most of the live YouTube videos that I found of this song, even the ones from when this CD came out, it's Ethan on drums. You know, I wasn't sure if I was going to read this article or not, but you bringing up the extra three bonus songs with the uh, the iTunes exclusive songs. Mm-hmm. I think I will. Um, so over on ChristianPost.com, uh, there's an article, Reliant K releases three new Christmas tracks. Christian rock band Reliant K is midway through its 25-date Uncle Fest tour, which concludes November 2nd and has along the way released three new tracks for the reissue of their 2007 Christmas collection. We took a quick breather after Warp Tour and headed back to Nashville to track a couple of Christmas songs and rehearse for the upcoming Uncle Fest tour, reported Matt Thiessen, Reliant K's lead singer, guitarist, and pianist. The new tracks, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, Silver Bells, and Oh Holy Night, can be downloaded by fans who purchased the October 7th reissue of Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Reindeer. 
the band's second Christmas album, which is a beefed up version of the band's first Christmas album, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand. Teeson says Reliant K will probably continue adding to its Christmas album each year, setting up an annual tradition for the five-member group. Christmas comes around every year, so you might as well put the record out every year. Teeson said... Season said with a laugh during a recent phone interview with Michigan Live, because I'm not into putting out the same record every year, we're going to tack a couple more songs onto it this year, he added. We'll probably tack more songs onto it next year. It's just this whole idea that we had for our Christmas catalog, mm. pun intended. Let it snowball every year and add to it. That's what they could have called it. They called it, they could have called it Let It Snowball. <laughs> Better reindeer. <laughs> Reliant K's second Christmas album has been touted by critics for its diversity and fun factor, capturing the spirit of Christmas with ho- with classics such as Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and Silent Night. Also included in their Christmas album is a bratty punk rock take on I'm Getting Nothing for Christmas and a jazzy punk arrangement of Sleigh Ride. The album, the original album peaked at number 96 on the Billboard 200 list in its fourth week and at number 15 on iTunes. Interesting. So, yeah, that's kind of disappointing that that plan didn't go through. That's kind of like, you ever heard how they, like, one of the things they wanted to do with the movie The Breakfast Club was, I can't remember how many years, but they wanted to do a sequel, like, every something like five years and that just never happened oh. or 10 years i don't remember huh. there was this whole discussion about how it was going to be a series and you'd keep going back and seeing these characters again and oh, they'd wow. keep reuniting that'd be cool yeah and it just never happened huh. so sometimes or fantasia disney i was thinking of projects in a similar <laughs> vein where they were supposed to repeat constantly but they just don't at all yeah and fantasia was another one like disney's original concept for fantasia was to do one every couple years like every two or three years or something and the first one was actually a box office bomb so they didn't do the sequel until 2000 and they really just kind of did it as like a tribute in a way right well would you like to get a little history of the song sleigh ride would i (laughs) hey we took a sleigh ride once no we didn't we took a horse carriage ride (laughs) never mind (laughs) Close would, enough. Close enough. I mean, close it's, enough. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was through the cobblestone streets of Boston. It was. It was very romantic. So this is coming straight from the Wikipedia. Sleigh ride is a popular light orchestra standard composed by Leroy Anderson. The composer had the original idea for the piece during a heat wave in July 1946 and finished the work in February 1948. It was originally instrumental. The lyrics in which someone asks another to join them for a ride in a sleigh were written by Mitchell Parrish in 1950. The orchestra version was first recorded in 1949 by Arthur Fiddler Fiddler, and the Boston Pops Orchestra. Sleigh Ride was a hit record on RCA, Victor Red Seal. Uh, It was a 45. This is raising some interesting questions for me. Okay. To, to be honest. Um, so I guess it makes sense that it would be is that early. So 1946. It was written in 46. and um, The lyrics were written in 50. Yeah. That's so strange because it's, is it in the public domain? Oh. 
I don't know. Because when (laughs) this is time for our four pot of Christmas, you know, (laughs) traditional credit talk. Right. But as we talked about last, you know, two weeks ago, I keep saying last week, two weeks ago, all of the cover songs, all the Christmas covers, when you look at, well, when this is not a Deck the Hall song, but when you look at, no, hold on. Let's figure this out. No, okay, okay. I'm off base here, folks. I'm off base here, folks. All of the deck your all the deck the halls bruise your hand songs are either public domain or original songs. Then I looked at the credits for "Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Rain, Dear," and there is the publishing credits for "Sleigh Ride." Okay. so it's not in the public domain. I think. Be- yeah, I wouldn't think that it was. I wouldn't think it was either, but for some reason, because "Deck the Hall, Bruise Your Hands." are all public domain songs. It kind of fooled me into thinking that all the covers that are original to Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Rain, Dear would also be public domain, but they're not. I'm just, I was completely off base with that. But maybe other people out there thought the same thing. And if you did, welcome to the club. Although Sleigh Ride is often associated with Christmas and appears on Christmas compilation albums, its lyrics mention no holiday apart from certain recordings, such as those by the Carpenters, Walter Schumann, and Air Supply. (laughs) (laughs) That substitute uh, Christmas party for birthday party and the song's bridge. Or do they mean that the other way around? Yeah, there's there's a birthday. Wait. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Is that the same song? Because they don't mention that line in the Reliant Case version. Oh, wait. There's two different vocal versions of this song. Right. Because they don't sing about Courier and Ives in the Reliant K version. Hold on a second. I only just... (laughs) What? Hold on, hold on. Okay, we're back. <laughs> we literally just went on a three-hour research and development <laughs> tangent off mic and untangled this. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, Sleigh Ride exists as two, essentially two different versions, which are the same thing. Basically, there's like a bridge. There's a bridge, and you said it's the Ronettes who were the first one, or possibly I, the first maybe, one to popularize. Yeah, there's a whole there's a bridge section where it's like there'll be a Christmas party at the home of Farmer Gray. It'll be a perfect ending to a perfect day. All that stuff. That's missing from the Reliant K version. Apparently that's not in the original version of the song. That I guess that might have been added later. That's in the Carpenter's version. So that's so funny because to, because to, for a second I was like, wait, is the song about Farmer Gray's birthday party and the pumpkin pie and all that? That's And curry, it'll be like a picture in Courier and Ives. Apparently that's like, there's two different versions of the song. This isn't too crazy because... The most popular version of the song and lyrics is the Johnny Mathis version, which has all the... Farmer Gray and Courier and Ives and and Pumpkin Pie. Yeah. Okay. This is... And now that I'm thinking about this for a second... That's the only reason why I picked this song. <laughs> but they Reliant K doesn't sing any of I that know, stuff. I know, but I didn't even realize it. They just kind of go back and forth between the first two. I could, I'm just guessing in the number here, but they basically just do the first two or three yeah. verses over and over. 
and then mash it, you know, mix it up by changing styles every couple verses. Right. And this isn't what what made me think. What made me think of this almost immediately is that uh, we wish you a merry Christmas. Their version of that is like fifty percent a new song, and then instead, and then they don't do most of the song. We wish you a right. merry Christmas. They just do the chorus. So they kind of real they reworked the song, but there there must be I think there are other versions of Sleigh Ride that don't mention Farmer Gray. Yeah, the because the Ronettes pie. version doesn't. It doesn't. No. Oh, okay. So they're more like so so Reliant K is doing something more like the Ronettes version. Yeah. Which goes, you'll all know it. It goes <laughs> like this. It's still up on my screen from the research we just did off mic. That just makes me think of uh, Home Alone. <laughs> I don't even, I'm not 100% sure if that song's in Home Alone, but it feels like it is. No, they do the, um, I don't, maybe it is, but I know for sure they do the Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah, well, this is quite, this was a rabbit hole, which is fitting because in the music video, they're rabbits. <laughs> but this is a little rabbit hole that we fell down. Yeah. realizing that there's multiple versions of this like beloved song and I don't think I've and I'm sure like because I've heard the Ronettes version and I've heard you know what Bing Crosby version or all these different versions but I never yeah. it never occurred to me ever at any time that some versions are missing Farmer Gray's birthday party I definitely noticed that sometimes they sing about a birthday party and sometimes they sing about a Christmas party, but I never yeah. notice when the birthday party is missing. Right. Sorry, I just got distracted again because apparently in 1996, <laughs> the Spice Girls recorded and released a version of this song featured as the B-side for their single To Become One. Wow. Which was the Christmas number one in the UK that year. Also, S Club 7 did a version. I love that To Become One was the Christmas <laughs> single for Europe. Can I tell about that song in the you UK. for a second? In the oh, UK. Yeah. So that song, if you've never heard it, it's literally about two people having sex and wearing a condom. That's what the song is about. But it goes so over the head. Just the, the, Yeah, because I was their target audience. I was a wee-wee lass at the time in elementary school when that song came out. It's almost like subliminal message. Because like if you're listening to it, you definitely get it. But it is slightly masked in like artistic and the, like, the lyrical choices. But it's so clear. They're like, it's like what, did, what did they say? Something, something, put it on, put it on. Like, I can't remember what they say, but basically I'm like, oh, this is a song. I'm not about telling where- you. I know the lyrics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, so so Jessica's like, can I listen to Spice Girls? Is that all right? And you won't make fun of it? I'm like, sure, you can listen to Spice Girls. I won't make fun of it. That song comes on. I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a dirty song for the Spice Girls. Ha ha ha. And she's like, yeah, 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 I know. It's about, you know, love or sex or whatever. And then the condom line comes up and I'm like, I'm like, that was a line about <laughs> condoms. And she's like, What? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, rewind that. I'm like, I'm like, totally, absolutely, that's what it was. This band that you th- now, Spice Girls with a song like that would not pass all of these YouTube kid laws that are coming out that are like going to ruin YouTube because is this for children? No, it couldn't oh, yeah, be. I so, heard about that. Yeah. Oh man, 
That's so funny. There's a lot of dirty stuff in Spice Girls <laughs> that you just do not realize as a child. Although my mom, who checked the lyric booklet before she let me listen to the CD, also, I guess, didn't catch any of this stuff. Yeah. And then when she, she took me to see the tour, and it was my first ever concert, and when they do the song Naked... They come out in stage. They or they did come out on stage in like um like leotards, like skin tight uh skin colored like leotards, uh-huh. and they sit and sing the song like with these chairs that are like backwards, so okay. they look like they're naked. Wow, risque, very risque. <laughs> That's so funny that it would go past your mom because she's just looking for f words and she's, she's like, yeah, she's just looking for anything that she deems inappropriate, but like it totally went over her head as well. Yeah. She's like, yeah, whatever, this is fine. Spice Girls in a way are the masters of double entendre. They're not one of those single entendre bands. They're a band that actually knows yeah. how to mask their sexual imagery and get it over, you know, throw it over the heads of the radio sensors. Katy Perry could learn a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, well, Sleigh Ride, they don't mention the par- the birthday party and all that stuff. I'm really excited that we've learned something new. Yeah. And I, by the way, I think the show we went to in Florida, where I first saw, the first time I saw Ethan Luck with the yeah. band, might, may have been May 14th, 2007. Oh. That's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing here. I don't know if that's, that's according to eventful.com. Well, would you like to hear eight cool facts about Sleigh Ride? Maybe I should have started here. <laughs> sure. So uh, the original had no words. We discussed that. Mm -hmm. Um, It was written during a heat wave. Yep. Check. It never mentions Christmas. Check. It has been named most popular. The AS, the ASCAP, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, has named Sleigh Ride the most popular popular piece of Christmas music in the U.S. for several years, including 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, and 2015. It beat out other songs songs like the Christmas song, and Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Uh, It has been translated into several languages. The words were written by a Jewish lyricist. Uh, like many other Christmas songs, including White Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Let It Snow, and Winter Wonderland, the words to Sleigh Ride were wit- written by a Jewish lyricist. Uh, Mitchell Parrish was born to, to a Jewish family in Lithuania. His family immigrated to the U.S. in 1901 when he was less than a year old and settled in Louisiana before moving to New York City. Hmm. The image we used for this post is his career and knives. Okay. Uh, it sometimes ends with carrots. Sleigh Ride includes a famous horse whinny five bars before the end. The whinny is produced by a trumpet. Uh, since the oh, effect yeah. is... Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That y- trumpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Since the effect is near the ending, a joke with a humorous effect is occasionally played on the trumpet players and sometimes the percussionists. When they rise for the applause, they are often presented a bunch of carrots in lieu of roses. This is like real deep inside orchestra like <laughs> yeah. stuff right here. <laughs> Yeah, but every industry has its super inside yeah. jokes that are just corny and awful outside. Like, yeah. <laughs> going back to an earlier episode, when I talked about that uh, 
Paul F. Tompkins jazz routine <laughs> yeah. where he's like jazz is obnoxious because like, it's the notes they don't play then and the musicians think it's hilarious. Oh, sometimes the musicians bring carrots out on stage. Ha ha ha. It's great. All right. Thanks. We're reading an article on the internet. <laughs> so there is a music video. Is there more you want to talk about with the song? Um, no, I think that about I think that about covers it. Okay, because so there's a music video. Yes, of official Reliant K music video. Been a while since we talked about one of those. Um, this is the animated music video that was done by Funny Pages Productions. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was probably the most expensive Reliant K music video ever produced because animation is really expensive. Yeah, possibly. I bet you the video for, uh, um, shoot, I can't even think of it now. I am a Reliant K fan. <laughs> but the it, the song with the uh, soccer ball being kicked around on five score. Oh, yeah, must have done something right. Must have done something right, right. <laughs> um, correct, yes. So I'm, I'm like... Because that was Capitol Records and because, like, there was a lot of production. It was in Los Angeles and a bunch of locations. I'm like, I bet you oh, that yeah, was a very expensive true. video. Yeah. It's like, are they prop- did they shoot it on film? Like, it was 2007, so they may have, they may not have. I have to look closely at that video yeah, again and say, decide. Yeah. Yeah, see what kind of camera they were using. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there is a making the, of that. Yeah, there's video. a making of, yeah. Um, so... The music video was produced by Funny Pages Productions, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I just got this idea like five, six hours ago. I found Funny Pages Productions' Facebook page. And like, I'm going to send them a message. (laughs) I'm going to send them a message and say like, hey, yeah, did you guys, you guys, and I knew it was the right company, but I was like, I don't know if the same people are going to be there or whatever. So I like, I messaged them and I said, um... Do you have any information, any inside information about the Reliant K music video you did? And they said, hi, Daniel, you've contacted the right person because I also said, like, you know, hopefully this is the correct company. Mm-hmm. I-, I could tell from their logo it was, but like I said, I was like, you know, did someone else buy the company since then? Who knows? Right. Um, you contacted the right group. Uh, oh, wait, the right person. And we were contacted by the group to create a story around Reliant K's remake of Sleigh Ride. It was a while back and... I can provide you with a few tidbits if you like. I'll put something together. I'll put together a few things and send it over to you. Oh, nice! Yeah. So unfortunately, I only just got this idea. I wasn't even expecting to hear back from them before the podcast. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll how we'll do that. If we'll do a bonus episode or if we hear from them before the episode comes out. Yeah, we can we'll edit rush in. Yeah. To edit something in. So if you're hearing this. It means we did not get anything back in time and don't expect anything by the end of this episode. But maybe if they send it to me in the next week or two, we'll do like a special bonus episode yeah. in the feed. Um, yeah. So, but the video is cute. It's got the rabbit versions of the characters, right? Yeah. It's got Teeson hitting on Lola Bunny from Space Jam. <laughs> yes. One <laughs> um, uh, other thing I found... And I actually messaged this to the fun when I f- messaged Funny Pages Productions. Was there's an intro in here, and I guess I don't have to play it. I'll just tell you what it said. But a live video where apparently on tour they did a big Christmas tour around 2007, 2008 oh. or so, and they played the video while they played the song. Like oh, they cool. did, a, they did a sync up. That's live. fun. And I found three or four videos of that. Mm. And before one of the videos, 
Matt Thiessen is like, you guys are about to see a video that we made for this song. And you see this guy over here, and he points at John Warren. He's like, this guy drew all these things you're going to see. And I got really confused. I'm like, wait a second. Does John, is, is John Warren Funny Pages Productions? The answer is no, as far as I can tell. Uh, the way he said he drew these, the way that Matt Thiessen says that, it makes me think like he did the animation. Right. But Did he, like, he design was, the characters? That's what I think. Huh. I'll, I'll double check with Funny Pages if you know when they email when they message me back again. But because Matisse is just kind of saying this off the cuff on stage, he's not fully explaining it, and I wouldn't expect him to when he's just yeah. kind of introing a video. But I'm getting I got the sense that John Warren did the character design. Oh wow! And that maybe then Funny Pages Productions apparently, and they reference that they put the story together. Hmm. So it looks like John Warren, and this is all just kind of me piecing this together. Don't take this as fact. John Warren may have done the character design, Funny Pages Productions, and that team may have written the story and completed the video. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll try to confirm all this and either tell you at the end of the episode or put it in a bonus feed, whichever version of (laughs) that explanation we edited in earlier. So the premise of the video is Teeson Bunny has a crush on Girl Bunny, but he doesn't know how to act on it. So the other band member bunnies steal Santa's sleigh so that Teeson can impress Girl Bunny and take her on a sleigh ride. But this pisses off Santa. Right. And he sends a giant snowman after Teeson Bunny and he captures the Girl Bunny and Teeson makes a snowman woman to to distract the snowman man. Um... And he rescues the girl bunny, and then Ethan Bunny steals a present from a very angry Santa. Yeah. Um, and then Teeson Bunny gets laid. <laughs> Basically, what I learned from this video is that for someone who can seemingly control time, Santa is one crotchety dude on a schedule. Yeah, he's such an angry Santa. <laughs> I've never seen Santa depicted as so angry. <laughs> Is he the Tim Allen Santa? Right? I was going to say. The that only... killed Santa to get his powers. He's <laughs> like, I want your powers, Santa. That's, that's a great... You know, I was just... I came up with that skit at the top. Kind of It's a joke I've had in my head for years. Like, <laughs> Tim Allen wants to kill me. But right. I've never done anything with it. And I was like, oh, I can finally use it for this thing for today's podcast. But now for the first time, I'm like, that would be a hilarious, like, action horror Christmas movie about a guy that's convinced if he kills Santa, (laughs) he'll get his powers. So Santa's on the run for the movie. It's almost like one of those hitchhiker horror movies where where like, like a killer is constantly after the heroine. But it's Santa Claus, and there's a guy that's constantly chasing Santa. I love Santa it. To kill him. <laughs> we should make this. We it's should. So good. Um, yeah, Santa's the villain in this. He's very angry. It kind of reminds me of the Invader Zim Christmas special, where like I can't remember everything that happens in it, but basically there's like a giant nanobot Santa by the end. That's like the villain. That's like the bad guy to be defeated. It's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm such a such an early 2000s hot topic hipster <laughs> punk guy to be liking Invader Zim. Um, then what else did I have to say about it? Oh, one thing that really throws me off about it, however, is that oh, you just realized they don't mention Courier and Ives because that's totally throwing that did me. Throw me. That did throw me off. No, but the bunny, the the other band members. In the video. Yeah. Because, okay, 
I can absolutely you can absolutely tell which bunny is John Warren. There's no denying it. <laughs> He's got the hair. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well that bunny on the when you first see them standing by the tree. I'm like, okay, well, the one on the left is must be Schneck. He's got he's got a soul patch. He's got the soul patch, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess the the big one on the right is Ethan because yeah. he's got like this. He's got the rude boy hardcore yep. guy scally cap, which uh, now is funny because it's Dave Douglas on the record. But as I'm wondering and figuring out, mm-hmm. Dave must have left right when this album was done. Yeah. So I'm like, so I guess it makes sense that Ethan would be the one in the video. But then I'm like, is this guy with the, like the the what is this like a Van Dyke and the long hair and the square head? Is that hoops? You know what I'm talking about? Did you, see? I was trying to see if you'd remember what I'm talking about just by talking about it. But let me go to the screen cap. Is that hoops? It totally looks like hoops. Does that look like hoops I to you? Yeah, this looks like hoops. That does not look like hoops, hoops. to me. Oops. You, it's a touchscreen, <laughs> I Jessica. I forgot it's a touchscreen. <laughs> that does not look like hoops to me. Well, they should have put him in a baseball hat. They sh- That would have helped big time. But mostly it's like that he's got like a mullet. Uh, yeah, he, he they reference I long guess, hair hoops here. Oh, I guess it's more like sort of, sort of like a... Just like a fluff, like his hair is kind of yeah. thick and it's thick in the back. But every time I saw this up until this moment, that looked like a mullet. He looks like you, you know bunny. I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, actually, I have to hold it close. Okay, okay, that's hoops. But something about this, he looks like this version of bunny hoops looks like a 90s executive. Looks like a trend-setting 90s executive. <laughs> like, if he was wearing a suit... He would be like, he would be. He looks a little like Kevin Smith. He looks like Kevin Smith. He looks a little Kevin Smithy. He kind of looks like, like, someone, you know, that was like a movie executive in the nineties. Yeah. But he just looks like a. He looks like a eighties. Oh, oh, you know what it is? He looks like. He okay, okay. I said nineties executive. He looks more like an eighties sitcom dad, because they bit. made his hair look a little too Dave Coulier. He's, you know what I mean? Yeah, he does. Like, it's got that wavy, slightly full. It's almost like hockey hair. He's also got some bunny. George Lucas vibes going. Yeah. It's not hoops. <laughs> I have to... I, excuse me. I have to look so close to think that looks like hoops. But of course, like, the John... If John Warren did the character design, of course he's the most undeniably him. You know what I mean? That's so funny because, like, the Tyson bunny and the John Warren bunny are, like, the most unmistakable. Like, the Schneck bunny looks... The Schneck bunny's so good. The Schneck bunny looks good, but the Ethan bunny is a little, you know, I figured out because the hat, pretty much. And then the Hoops bunny, just, like, I'm just totally, I'm totally thrown for that one. How dare you insult John Warren in funny pages, Danny? <laughs> I'm not insulting them. Especially when they were so kind as to write you back. I and know. in a timely manner. I know, in a very timely manner. And they're in Tennessee, so it was later there. Oh, wow. Um, I talked about it. It looks really good, though. Yeah, it does look really good. Like, the good. animation's great. So, I talked about all these live videos that exist. I guess... Oh, and... Something we talked about off mic earlier uh-huh. was that Danny, in his YouTube research, did not find the oh. Jay Leno 
appearance for so this let's, song. Let's hear that first. Do you want to hear that first? Let's listen. So I actually found this, and I was super bummed out that I pointed it out to him ahead of time, and I didn't just bring it to him on the podcast. So apparently they were on Jay Leno, and they performed this song live, which is crazy because it's not on YouTube. And I wouldn't think this would be content pulled because there's other Jay Leno stuff all over YouTube. Yeah, so this is from December 16th, 2008. Sleigh ride from the new CD, Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Reindeer. Please welcome Reliant K. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting ting till. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Well, outside the snow is falling, your friends are calling you who? All right, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. It's so weird to see Ethan Luck I, on. Jay Leno, it's just so weird. It's the it's it's the guy from the Supertones. Now I'm even confused. I think pretty sure Ethan Luck did like guitar in the Supertones. And they've got an extra person over here on um, <laughs> Talk acoustic about guitar. Hair. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's got hockey hair. I love Tyson's hair here. This is my favorite Tyson hair. <laughs> this looks like official video too. This isn't even like some crappy VHS rep or something. Yeah. I guess 2007 or something, someone could have done like a DVD, a DVR rip or something like that. They've got fake snow falling. They've oh, got- well, that was a big part of the tour. You didn't even oh, let me mention it? that. Yeah, but um, so in all these live videos that I have, what a co- the two common things, like apparently they've done a number of Christmas tours, none of which we've been to. Oh, man. <laughs> but, I'm so sad now. Did you keep these from me because you don't like Christmas music? <laughs> I just don't think we were paying attention at the time that they were on tour. And who knows if they came. We were moving around so much for years. Who yeah. knows? Um, so a number of things that they did on different Christmas tours in like 2007, 2008 was, like I said, playing the music video up on the screen while they're playing the song. And then the other was to have snow coming out of the ceiling. That's awesome. I think it's probably that bubble snow, that kind of fake movie snow. Yes. But it's still really fun that they did that. Yes, we had that in Celebration. In the town of (laughs) Celebration, Florida, Um, they have every Christmas, um, every night, during Christmas time, they have. I think it's every night. Maybe, it, maybe it was just on the weekends. Uh-huh. They have these like boxes attached to the streetlights, oh, okay. and it snows in the little the main part of town. That's fun. Celebration for those who don't know is a liter- an actual town, like a l- town where people live. That yes, Disney, the Disney Corporation built. Correct. And then the t- town itself was like, let's be a real town and not be owned by this yeah. giant evil corporation. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know. Maybe it doesn't, because I, I, when I lived there, it was still um, owned by Disney. But right. I don't know if maybe... 
would assume they still do the snow thing because it was such a big deal. Right. Um, so... So I lost which one it was here, but in one of these live videos, Matt Thiessen starts out, it's like, I don't know what city we were in. I didn't write down which video it was, but he's like, maybe you guys, it was like, we're going to go on a sleigh ride now. Maybe you guys will get some snow around here. And it's kind of cute because he's like, it sounds like he's saying like, hey... Maybe you guys in this city, maybe it'll snow outside like Aww. later on. But no, it's going to snow inside the concert That's hall so in like a couple of minutes. Like, I love minute. it. Yeah. That's so nice. Um, so let's do a couple of these live ones. There's this one, and they did this another couple of times. Oh, this is another thing. Since the album comes out in 2007, there's like a ton of... And this is a song they played live a bunch. Um... There's a lot of YouTube videos of this song being played live from 2007, 2008, a couple from 2010, but there's tons and tons of them. It's one of those videos hmm. where people, sorry, it's one of those songs where people loved to film it huh. on their phones yeah. and upload it to YouTube, like Boomerang. <laughs> like <Right>. everyone loves <laughs> to get this song and specifically upload it. So uh, something they did with this song another time on tour was to open with the Peanuts Christmas oh, song. Oh, fun. So this is what that sounds like. <laughs> just, just, did some girl just go, start? What did she oh, say? I thought she said scarf. I don't know. Oh, I thought she said, would you, I thought she said start. Let's Probably. <laughs> is anyone wearing a scarf? Yeah, she's like you, Dan. She doesn't want to listen to all the preamble, the slow stuff. She's like, just start the song already. That time I heard Scarf. That time you heard Start and I heard Scarf. (laughs) So let's go on. So let's let's Scarf or Start. Let's do both and listen to the singing. So we talked about it in Boomerang with our favorite to least favorite collapsible lung songs, but I said PTL was on my favorites list because I liked hearing Matt Thiessen sing in a falsetto. And I get to hear it again. Yeah. So these are the two songs. So what does the Charlie Brown Christmas theme song and Part-Time Lover by Reliant K (laughs) have in common? You can both hear Matt Thiessen sing in a falsetto. So then, you know, they transition into Sleigh Ride. And you got to watch this because I didn't find this in any other live videos, but they do a little bit in this one. Oh, and everybody knew that Sleigh Ride was starting. They all started to sing along with yeah. him. Yeah, it was great. So 
we've talked a lot about Ethan tonight, but Ethan comes out from behind the drum set holding uh, sleigh bells, like some sort of instrument that it's like a big stick covered in sleigh bells, Mm -hmm. and he keeps shaking it, and then Matt Thiessen gets up, and he starts like vibrating and shaking, and and it's like a game where Ethan is waiting for Matt to like shake his hair and shake his shoulders, and I think at one point he shakes his butt, and like every time he does that, Ethan has to pretend these are the sounds coming out of Matt. cute christmas cute <laughs> so then um yeah <laughs> here's a, a random funny one i want to play real quick so in 2010 so the album is three years old at this point in st louis uh at at off broadway in st louis someone does this while they're playing the song Cause it's lovely weather for a ride together with Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody laughs, including that a little bit. <laughs> with if it's sleigh ride together with Jacob. <laughs> If it wasn't too, if it was later than 2010, he'd be like Jacob at on Twitter, <laughs> whatever. It's a t- perfect time to plug yourself. Hey, I'm really sleepy. It's lovely weather for <laughs> sleeping in my bed. Um, so there is also while we're still in the like official version section. This is technically fan stuff, but I guess it's more official. But somebody on SoundCloud named Tifa Fanboy made a 30-minute loop of this song. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know how I can really play this. I mean, I obviously can't play the 30 minutes, but... Although I'm not surprised. There's some stuff that's like 10 hours of just this song. Yeah, no, they find the perfect, like, moment. I think the one that, in closer to our circle of discussion, would be Miss You. Where they, because uh, Miss You is one of the rare, Reliant K, because oh, <laughs> Miss You is one of the rare Blink-182 songs that has both singers on it. Right. So they take the Tom DeLong verse, the like, where are you, that part, the famous where are you, counting the spiders, all that stuff, and they just loop it <laughs> for 10 hours. <laughs> So someone figured out a perfect edit point to just loop this song for 30 minutes. And it's pretty much the rocking out. It's the rocking part. It's this mm. it's around this part. So when it gets to about that part, that's the part that just loops for 30 minutes. And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." Mm. And if it was a Christmas party, it would actually be pretty useful. You yeah. just play this loop for 30 minutes. But then they totally cheap out in the end, and instead of like finding the edit point to come back out and finish the song, they just fade out in the end. I'm like, that's not how you do. <laughs> that's not how you do one of these extended loops. That's ridiculous. Such a cop out. So I shouldn't even plug you, Tifa fanboy. So let's move on from that, and <laughs> let's go from that disappointment of how he handled that. To the excitement. Harsh. (laughs) Harsh. 
whatever. I mean, you put you tend to spend the time to put a thirty minute version together. You should fade it out properly. I mean, you should. You would know what I'm saying. On to covers, and there are actual covers, uh, as I think I mentioned before. I thought like, oh, Sleigh Ride. It's a super overdone song by tons right. and tons of people. Right. And as we learned tonight, there are two versions of the song. Yeah. There's the Farmer Brown yeah. version and the non-Farmer Brown version. The Farmer Brown version is the best version. <laughs> why aren't they all that version? Why Why are so many different versions? I don't know. But when I was thinking of, when I was looking into covers, I'm like, I'll probably find a bunch of people who, you know, it's like when people... April. April. She's walking around everywhere. <laughs> She's busy. She's in the Christmas spirit. She's got stuff to do. She's got presents to wrap. She's in the Christmas spirit. She got a new bandana today Aww. from some friends. Did Candace get you a nice bandana, April? She's very festive and in the spirit. Here, let me take this off. Not the, not the bandana, but the jingle jangles. <laughs> oh, they're tied to it. I can't do it. Okay, anyway... <laughs> What was I saying? Covers. So it's like when I'm when you're looking any song that's on K for karaoke, you'll sometimes mm-hmm. find like Reliant K cover, Surfwax America. Oh, and yeah. you're like, though it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you're just covering Surfwax America. So I thought I would not find covers, but I did, and because there is a uh, the particular arrangement with those sort of like melodic things that they do differently at the beginning like the, he does kind of rearrange the song there are actual covers of this song <laughs> so here's a so let's start with this one where they didn't do the full song they just do a minute and 24 seconds and then they kind of quit and it gets a little weird i love it this is by Fr- we, we've gotten a little weird in this episode <laughs> we've gotten more than a little yes it says an abridged cover of sleigh ride by reliant k starring daniel french and this is any a... relation to Chester. Oh, Chester French. There's a band Chester French that we saw with Blink One Eight Two once, and I was like, "We're never going to hear of or see this band ever again." Um, so the, his channel is called Freudian French, and this is Sleigh Ride Reliant K. Oh, this is cute. They're doing a thing. Yeah, it started with like a close-up video of their like. What do you call that? The little like, ceramic houses. Yes, like their Department 56 collection. Yeah. And then it cuts to to them in their living room. Like they were like like we're in a TV show and they're like they're zooming in on the <laughs> on the front of the house and then they show the inside. And now this goes back to the reason why I don't really like Christmas music because it's <laughs> somber and cold. I that's how I find Christmas music to be. This video is this still frame you're looking at Jess where he's mm-hmm. at the piano. And just kind of, he's in this kind of pose. He's just kind of singing. And then his brother or friend, the bass player, the guitar mm-hmm. player here, he's holding the guitar by the neck and like has his hand, has his head down, like kind of in like a somber, contemplative Christmas time yes. malaise. I'm like, this is what Christmas. They've got is. the nativity in the background. Yeah. Like I get that it's all warm and homey, but when I hear Christmas music, I just think of people sadly sitting around a Christmas tree. <laughs> they think they're like contemplative did and... you have depressing christmases that sounds no like i didn't depressing this is, christmases. This is just, no and no because we were up and jingle jangling all the time we had <laughs> jazzy christmases <laughs> when i was a little boy in new orleans we used to go onto the street and have parades Ring, sing, 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 sing. come on in 
It's lovely weather for our sleigh ride together. With you outside, the snow is falling, and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together. With you. Is that a bed? Oh, it's the back of a couch. It's the back of a... He's leaning it with a camera angle change to the... So he is playing a bass. I don't know what you're talking about. This is beautiful. That boy has a lovely singing voice. He has a very Jonas Brothers singing voice. It's a lovely singing <laughs> voice. I like it. I did not... I was not commenting on their talent. I was simply saying that Christmas music is so glum, even when it's supposed to be happy. As we've as we've talked about before, it's like ska music. You're just a sad boy. Hashtag sad boy. <laughs> uh, I think sad boys are like a uh, like a bad problematic thing. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. That phrase online, yeah. Yeah. But this this cover gets a little weird at one point. So let's okay. see what happens next. The camera angle when it switches to the bass player is a little odd. Yeah, because then I was like, are they in their bedroom? But I realized it's the back of a futon in the living room. Yeah, and it's just, it's like his crotch and then his hands <laughs> on the neck of the bass. Yeah, but here, watch what happens. And again, this is only a minute and 20 second version of, of Reliant K's version. Watch how the last half goes. <laughs> they don't have sleigh bells in the house, so he breaks up the maracas. <laughs> Putting a little caliente flavor into this version of the song. See, now I was like, oh, it's all somber and glum, but no, they're putting that, that Latin spice in there. They're like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I basically said the same simile twice. Yeah, I gotta admit the Joe Bros lost me in that last bit right there, but because he just threw the maracas on the that ground when they were done. That part was funny, but it was just why? Like it's like sweet and sincere, and then I guess they're doing a thing. It, yeah. It's then just like this weird bass camera angle, and then it feels like they just gave up. Yeah. They're like, oh, now we're doing. But then maracas, he says, he says, them. I think that's it. Like, hey, we accomplished something here, Joe Bro. He was like, nice. So next we have, and I. I found a full band version uh, that I think is recorded oh, by one cool. guy. Oh, wow. Nice. I think all... See, now, Jessica, you can see this on the still screen, but it's like a multiple split screen thing. You have like this, the image is cut into four frames, but then the fourth frame also contains three frames within that. So you're going to see how I think it's this one guy who just did all his instruments on camera and, and then layered them all together. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't credit him. This is um, Isaac Jimenez, J-I-M-E-N-E-Z. He just says, we shot this video with an iPod, so it's a little shaky in joy. Wow. Oh, I guess. I, I was like, iPods have cameras? And I was like, oh, yeah, because there's those, 
Those iPods that are iPhones, they just don't have mm-hmm. the phone. Yeah. I forget that those even exist because I've never owned one. Like when you see iPod older touch. people like walking around taking <laughs> photos and videos with their iPads right. and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. 2010. Oh, no, there's three people. Okay. There's three people, but you don't see a lot of... You only see a couple of faces, so there's definitely... They're doing multiple instruments, each of them. Just hear those labels There's so many, so they, I, they apparently shot this. Now, I didn't read this before, but I guess they had an iPod Touch mm-hmm. with a camera. Mm-hmm. And they apparently shot all of this. And then, I don't know how it they recorded like it. looks like maybe they did their parts individually and yeah, then just no, put them all together. Because, yeah, Because, like I said, I didn't realize it was three people because you don't see faces in most of these shots. So right. I just assumed it was the one guy again and again and again. Um the thing I'm most interested in this video is in the suggested videos. It has one year of log cabin building slash one man odyssey building dot dot dot. Huh. And it's a two hour, 10 minute and 36 second video of, I guess, a man building a log cabin. That seems like a very Reliant K air for free sort it of does. thing. It does. It's very Red Dead Redemption 2 of them. <laughs> they should be air for free on the Red Dead Redemption 2 soundtrack. <laughs> So you can see here in, um, sorry, what's his name? Isaac. You can see in Isaac's video that one of the instruments is a bunch of glasses of water. Yeah. There's multiple instruments throughout this. There's a lot of production They did the that jazzy part really nicely. Yeah. It seems like it's kind of a quick and dirty thing, like I said, where they apparently, I guess, maybe they're taking the audio from the iPod Touch that they use to record the footage or maybe they're recording it into something else at the same time but there are just the quick and dirty production where they have all these layers of instruments and weird instruments and fun stuff and then they put it all together I guess in some sort of editing software and yeah it's great song uh so I think there's a couple other weird moments okay yeah I didn't see this part where they're singing that's definitely two different singers there and oh, you can see the colored shirt. So now that I know that there's multiple guys, I can tell the different colored shirts kind of tell, give away who's who. You see what's happening down here? Oh, yeah. There's backup singers, but they're all portrayed by sock puppets. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they're still on their feet. <laughs> like they have their feet up in the camera like the sock they have very versatile feet that they can fold them like that so that's isaac um 
And then here you go. Here's what I assume is going to be your favorite favorite version of the song. <laughs> it's my car. <laughs> Featuring an anime girl with like wings Angel and then just wings. diamonds. Maybe Are those diamonds maybe supposed that... to be snow. Oh, maybe it's supposed to be like a snowflake. Looks like diamonds. Yeah. Snowflake. I don't know. Is what this the hill was. you want to die on? Whether or not the anime girl <laughs> is surrounded by yes. snowflakes. Or yes, diamonds? it is. Yeah. Um, not a good Nightcore version again. When... After after Endgame, I gave up on my other hill that I was going to die on, which was MCU did Peggy Carter wrong. But now I'm like, okay, and I'm happy. Going back to the first three episodes. <laughs> um, then we have Flemington 17. Me and some friends performed Reliant K's version of Sleigh Ride at our school's year-end concert. And it's pretty. This is pretty fun. This is great. What what year is this? This is uh, 2011. This yeah. does not look like 2011. No, it could be earlier. You never know. Could have taken them a couple years to put on you. But I love that the curtain. One hundred percent. These look like the kind of boys I went to high school with. <laughs> oh, none of them have spiky hair though. You need at least three with spiky hair. Now, if I remember, one of these kids has a very Fugazi energy. Like, they're up there on stage <laughs> playing this jazzy Reliant K version of Sleigh Ride. And one of them just really wants to post hardcore all over the stage. So, again, I will skip the sort of intro part and get into where they start rocking and jazzing. <laughs> oh, yeah, and everyone in the audience starts clapping. <laughs> I love Bill and Ted in the background. There. And there's a, you hear a baby crying, <laughs> crying through most of going. Nice. Wah. Hey, they wanted to see their older brother perform. It's this kid. He's just getting started. It's the bass player. The bass player wants to be in Fugazi, I think. People are clapping along. They're into it. Yeah. Very wholesome. Mm -hmm. Very family friendly. It's literally at school. There he goes. Nice. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. He's got his John Warren hair. He's into it. Yeah. It's so inappropriate for the tone of the performance. <laughs> and he's like bouncing on one foot and like slamming his hair down. And That's every time we the find the school of, up and down. Every time we find the school of rock stuff, there's like one kid who's like way too yeah. hardcore for the rest of the kids on the stage. So they're a little loose, a little kind of sloppy. I think it actually gets, I just probably won't even play it, but it actually, they get out of key pretty badly for a second, but they save it. Uh, so you can listen to Fleming Did you see Ted you Theodore want. Logan in the background over here? Like with his Keanu hair and his, his vest over a t-shirt? Yeah, that's true. Strange, thing, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the youth group, <laughs> at the parents' night at youth group. So another very visual, so a visual thing for the podcast, but we talked about 12 Days of Christmas. They have these programmed light shows on your house to the song, where the exterior of your house lights up and blinks to the tone of the song, to the you beat know, of the song. I've seen a lot of these um, celebration. They had um, a lot of these. Mm-hmm. That one was super low rent. <laughs> it's never just like 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 there's like three strands of lights yeah. lighting up like so that only part of the house like a door frame and like part of the roof is lit up <laughs> at a time. Like yeah. 
no man you gotta go all out with that you gotta have the stuff in the yard that lights up too like come on mm-hmm. i just want now i don't do a lot we don't do a lot of guitar covers and drum covers unless there's something unique about it because it's just someone playing along to the song we have here, because it's the first time I've ever come across it for Reliant K, a female drum cover. Nice. I Now, because we're all the same, I, <laughs> you looked at me like, what? I was trying to like make this joke like like I'm, I'm real woke. Oh, I see. <laughs> Jessica, just like, what? Feminist Dan. Yeah, I'm Feminist Dan. Now, because we're all the same, we're all just people, you, the listeners, you might not be able to tell that this is a female drum cover. <laughs> But we know, because this is that one drummer, oh, that one girl drummer, that one girl drummer, her name is Maddie Murray. Maddie Murray, 19 years old and self-taught, cover of Sleigh Ride by Reliant K. A little little late, but Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, she uploaded the day after Christmas. Boxing Day. First off, I'd like to thank you for checking out my video and really appreciate any feedback you give me. Second, that's letting me know the laundry's ready. (laughs) I recommend watching in high quality with headphones. Thanks. Again, like, comment, and subscribe. And this is what it sounds like when there's a female drummer drummer over Sleigh Ride by Reliant K. Whoa! You see that? You yeah, see her spinning she's, the sticks yeah. in the middle of uh, yeah. fills or whatever. She's doing such Drum a good hits, job. Sounds just like the record. Good deal. Yeah, that's pretty good. Job, good job, Maddie. Very good. Um, I think that might be it, actually. Oh, okay. Let me double check. School concert. Somber but jazzy cover. I think that's the only... Oh, 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 yes. Wait. Wait a minute. I see Danny's notes. What? What? <laughs> So let's really quickly check. What? Som- uh, uh, somber but jazzy cover, real quick, is by H E Eleven A Bosses. We're uh, difficult. This to say is name. not the one I want to see. I know, but real quick, let's let's hear H E Eleven A Bosses with their somber but jazzy instrumental cover. It's not specific. It doesn't feel okay, specifically Danny, wait, Reliant before, K. Yeah. Before you click out of this. Uh-huh. So a few weeks back, we had an argument about whether they were playing um, Uh-oh. rock band guitars or real guitars oh. in a video. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So this is one of the guitars that it was like um, That's real the miniature version. Yes, I'm saying. Do okay. you see the size of this? Yes. That's the size of that actual guitar. Okay. <laughs> like, the rock band version is a replica of that guitar, and it's that exact one. I understand. I understand. Well, that was uh, a Piano Electric Guitar Instrumental Cover by HE11A Bosses. And now we'll end on this, and this is Jessica did see the note on this. This is not going to be super, uh, this is not visual. I mean, this is visual. This is not for the audio listeners. But Jessica, maybe you can explain what's going on after she gives her intro. Hey, guys. It's called- Sorry, hold on. I forgot. <laughs> the channel is called Pirates is Bomb. It's a girl. Okay. She's blonde. 
She's in her bedroom. She's wearing a sweatshirt. She's got the jelly bracelets. It's 2012. I guess she's wearing... They wore jelly bracelets in 2012. Hmm. She's got Ikea shelving in the back. And says, hey, my name is Colleen. Or as many of... Or am I... As, <laughs> hey, my name is Colleen. Or as my name on YouTube is... Pirates is bomb. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> And I was first on beam at Western Nationals, fourth on the floor, and third in all around AKA Nation. But yeah, this is my first video, so please don't judge. Hope you enjoy. Now, is this Pirates of the Caribbean the movie or Pirates of the Caribbean the ride? I think she loves the I said Caribbean the first time, I meant the (laughs) Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. There's two ways to say that, and I didn't get either. That's a Norm MacDonald thing from Saturday Night Live. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. Colleen, for Pirates Bomb person, you know. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Freak about it. Don't judge me. It's just how I am. Don't judge this video. Don't judge her, Jess. No judgment. And this is a Christmas song. I'm kind of bummed that she does not have, like, an Orlando Bloom poster up in the background, though. I'm sorry, what did you say? I'm bummed that she doesn't have an Orlando Bloom poster up in the background or something. (laughs) Now, this is a Christmas song, but if you don't like Christmas songs, you can just stop the video here. So let's stop the video here. Uh, Everyone, you can call us at 402-95-SADIE. No, I'm kidding. Let's check this out for just a second. This is what... Uh, did she have a real... This is what Colleen does with the entire song okay. of Sleigh Ride by Reliant K. It's called, by the way, Sleigh Ride Reliant K Funny Version. Okay. So let's see how she takes the song, and apparently she reworks it to be funny. Okay. She just walked off the camera. She just left us. <laughs> what? That's, that's pretty funny. You're just going to... Watch her white walls with a... Oh, what? Oh. Her head's popping up by the bottom of the frame. She's taking the elevator up. She's looking around, making faces. Oh, and she's gone. Okay, well, I don't see how this is a funny version, but... And now just her hand pops up. It's it pointed left, right, and then at the camera. And she's gone again for another 45 seconds. And there's her jelly bracelet arm just kind of waving around and then disappears again oh she she jumped up up. and now she's dancing around and she's gone again (laughs) then it pretty much goes on like this for three minutes this is her video and she's been real gone off screen for a while now children should not have access to the (laughs) internet like i mean the children can have apps i guess have access to the internet but they should not be allowed to upload youtube videos like you should have an 18 plus thing where like you have to be like yeah i'm basically an adult in order to post youtube videos well now with all those youtube i know yeah (laughs) um and this is rather rude when colleen comes back on camera She's just, like, reading a book and ignoring us. I'm like, hey, Pirates is bomb. We're over here. You're in the middle of your video. This is supposed to be the funny version. Do something funny. Don't just sit there and ignore us. This is all she does. Now, I guess we're not doing... We're not respecting the artist's wishes, and we do seem to be judging this video. She asked us not to judge. Yeah. What's your problem? So what if she wants to write in her diary, Tyson is dreaming, over <laughs> and over again? In the middle of again. her video. Yeah. She wants to write, 
Pirates is Bomb Thiessen. Oh, have you found any Pirates of the Caribbean Reliant K fan fiction crossover? I haven't looked, to be honest, but now I'm going to. Well, f- look for it. And if it's written by Pirates is Bomb or Colleen. I'll know what we'll she know was writing down. So you got the gist of it. She just loves Pirates of the Caribbean. And she just doesn't know what she wants to do in front of the camera while the song's playing. But yeah, I watched this and I'm like, look, she just pops in and out. She brings stuff in. She's like... Like, this is cute and fun, but there's no reason why anyone but (laughs) Colleen's friends and family should have seen this. Right. Well, maybe that's all that did see it because it's got 54 (laughs) views. And I guess three of them are me. So uh, that's Sleigh Ride. That's my hot take. Just take YouTube away from (laughs) anyone under 18. Actually, yeah, YouTube shouldn't even be available to children because you can't advertise to children on it anymore. And what good is... What good is children's content if you're not advertising the kids? That's why 80s cartoons were so amazing was because they lifted... Because among all the other problematic things Reagan did, one other problematic thing he did was release... It was like pull away the laws that restricted how you can advertise to children. That's why 80s cartoons are so amazing because they had no restrictions on advertising toys to kids huh. anymore. So they loaded all those cartoons <laughs> with amazing toy product ideas. Yeah, yeah they That's did. That's why 80s cartoons are great. So get rid of kids on YouTube, <laughs> like flat out. No, no kids can watch. No kids can make videos. Just adults. Yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> Let's do it. That's my Christmas wish this year. <laughs> That's my 2020 vision board. <laughs> this is on my grown-up Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> Only grown-ups on YouTube. Uh, and that is Sleigh Ride by Reliant K. So as I was saying before, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail that we can play on the show, our phone number is 402-95-SADIE. That's April. right, April. Yeah. April just reminded me, we have an Instagram, which is Sadie Hawkins Pod. And we have a Twitter, which is also Sadie Hawkins Pod. And you can email us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. What do you think? Do you think that YouTube is for everyone or is YouTube only for adults? Let us know. And like older teens, but like, I don't know. No kids uploading stuff. (laughs) Hey, as an adult, I happen to really love videos of Spider-Man getting Elsa pregnant. And now they're taking all those down. What? I didn't mean to to, to, to to spring this on you. Yeah, again, this is why children should not have YouTube. <laughs> we just wasted 110 minutes of your life. Yeah, yeah.